Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Gary on with the Get Some Podcast. This week, I've got a guy who's been working with me, God, six years? Has it been six years? Six, seven years. Six years. Started out as my web guy. Then he became my photographer. And then he became the host. And more recently, before COVID shut everything down, he was my feature act for the last two and a half years. Sehomora. M, right? <laughs> Everybody just calls you Say. Say, yep. I'll let you give your version how we met, and then I'll give you my version. Okay. All right. 2011, right? 2011. Backstory. Uh, I was hanging out with Darren Carter. I don't know if you guys remember. Darren Carter, the party starter. Party starter, right. And he said, oh, man, back in the days, man, we used to do a comedy out of San Diego together. And he used, the girls he always mistaken us. Talking about me and Darren were saying this about me. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. So um, I remember the day we met, I was hosting an open mic at this place called The Library in Long Beach. And uh, one of the, guy that come, the guys that come in were like, hey, man, let's go, uh, let's go check out this, uh, this show. And Long Beach Laugh Factory just opened up, and there wasn't really a lot of big names that came out of there. And uh, he said he mentioned, uh, I think he mentioned Corey Holcomb and some other urban acts. And uh, I was like, all right, let's go. So we go there, and it was packed that day, and it's never been ever like that. And uh, I see you on stage, and uh, I don't want to cut you off. It was the Willie McGinnis, the football player, was doing a benefit that night. Was it that? That's why it was crowded. Okay, because I've never seen the Laugh Factory ever like that. Yeah. It was packed, right? Yeah. I was like, whoa. And I remember seeing you on stage, and I'm, you know, I used to see you on BET. I was like, oh, that's Gary Owen, and I see you do the Kobe Bryant bit. I'm like, wow. You do that shit with your teeth, like. Like that? Oh, I feel oh, like Kobe like, on the court? Yeah, and the yeah. crowd was just going nuts. So I was like, dude, this guy is a fucking monster, right? So didn't get any seats, and I went to the back, and I came down after you got off stage. I can tell you were like, yeah, I just fucking destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> like you were on your Blackberry or something. And I came downstairs, and I see you, and I'm like, oh, shit. And you look up at me, and I go, Darren Carter. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, I did. And you looked at me and was like, ah, I was just fucking you, man. I'm actually Darren Carr's web designer. I go, are you? And we exchanged information that day. And it was it was just like, uh, I think uh, you called me a week later. And you asked me if I can. Uh... <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be some, like, something technical. He's like, oh, yeah, can you, uh, can you upload YouTube videos? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some videos, man. He had some, like. Some uh, some like uh, grainy stand-up videos. Yeah, right? it was, <laughs> it was like a like a music parody you did. I was like, okay, and I uploaded it. I just knew like, okay, we probably shouldn't charge him for this. You know, he just asked you to upload YouTube videos. So I'm like, all right, cool, but it will still work. And I was broke and needy at the time, so I'm like, nah, I'm gonna get him later. <laughs> and then I think it was two years later, you find a uh, Brad calls back, which is your road manager. No, you're missing, you left a little bit out. Yeah. You left a little bit out. Well, <laughs> you charged me immediately for those videos. Did I charge yeah, you? Yeah, it wasn't okay. like, ah, ah. You I did, like, I did, I did. You literally was like, yeah, I could, I think I sent you like four videos, four or five, and you was like, yeah. And he was like, 100 bucks, cool. I go, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was more than that. I think it was like a hundred. No, it was 100. It was 100 bucks. It was 100 dollars. Okay. I remember. Because okay. you did not. I, <laughs> Listen, $100 to some people is like, whoa, I need it. Where I was thinking, I'll just give you the $100 next time I see you. Right. Whether that's a week or three months, I'm thinking, he did the videos. 
It's $100. I didn't know I wouldn't see you again for two years. Right. <laughs> so the, your story is completely accurate. Everything you said is how I remember we met. Yeah. Now, in, okay, not in my defense, but this is 2011. I am struggling to find a web guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've got, you know, I got ripped off by a couple, you know, and I was just like, I can't find a decent web designer. And literally I went, wait a minute. What happened to that Asian dude that uploaded those YouTube <laughs> videos that I never paid $100 to because I'd never yeah. seen him? And Brad, classic Brad, my road manager, he keeps everybody's number. Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah, man, I think I got it. <laughs> I think this the guy. I go, well, how many Sehomora M's are in your phone? <laughs> like, how many Asian names are in your phone? Right. I said, try us. So Brad, I remember he called me. He goes, yeah, man, I got a hold of him. Yeah. He goes, yeah, he said uh, he can help us out with the website. Uh, but he wants his hundred dollars <laughs> from the <laughs> YouTube did, videos. I fucking I did. I like, need that shit. I was like, oh shit. I said, okay, <clears throat> tell him I'm coming to LA next week. Meet me at this hotel. I think I was at the, I was over in Universal City. Yeah. I think I was at the Sheridan. Yeah. I said, tell him, meet me at the Sheridan in the lobby and I'll give him the hundred dollars and I want to talk to him about web stuff. Yeah. And that's what I met. You had somebody with you. Was I with somebody you? was with you in the lobby. He wasn't bothered. I think he went to the bar, got something to eat while we were talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I remember I, I gave you the hundred immediately, apologized, and uh, and then I don't know. We were off to the races after that. As far as like you said, you could do some web stuff, and I said I was having trouble with my website. And I remember you just kept talking to me like, "Holy shit, you are so far behind <laughs> as far as <laughs> this whole internet game is." Yeah, dude, I remember. Trying to get Brad, I was gonna pay him to take some like four thousand dollar internet class, and then I realized Brad's not wired like that. Brad, yeah, because we, dude, we try to record shit on the road, and we could, we have all this shit. And like, how do we upload it? Right, <laughs> we right. couldn't figure out how to get it from the camera right. to the computer. And we were just, we were cavemen trying to drive cars. <laughs> we were lost, and then finally you came on board. And then we started out as just web stuff. I remember you just, you never was on the road with me. Right. And then I said, uh, well, let me see. How can I get you to go on the road with me? And then I said, ooh, I see comics taking pictures and doing meet and greets. Right. We could take pictures and, you know, we, you can make some money that way and we'll, we'll do a split of the picture money. And then you started hosting. No, you, no, before that was this, because you asked me, you say, hey, do you do photography? And my head, I'm like, I do graphics, I do web, you know, what kind of photography? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking high-end shit. So I was like, ah. And you go, well, I'm thinking about flying out to Miami for LeBron, uh, for Christian's boss, Chris, Chris Bosch's birthday. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I do photography. Are you lying, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the problem yeah. with that party. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, that's right. I flew you out for, LeBron, uh, for Chris Bosch's birthday party. And mm -hmm. I'll never forget when the party was over, I didn't have one goddamn picture <laughs> of me, but you had a picture with everybody. I was I like, I yo, I, no, but you, Brad, and another guy we had with us, all you guys had pictures with LeBron and Dwayne and Bosch and all the guys on the Heat. And this is when the Heat was the Heatles. Yeah. This is when they were winning titles. This yeah. is 2013. Yeah, 2013. And I remember like, hey, um... Am I got a picture of me <laughs> anywhere with anybody? 
when you guys didn't just have pictures, random pictures, you like you had to pull them aside, and be like, yo, LeBron, let's get a picture. Right, right. You were just in a you couldn't pick a better setting to get pictures with guys like that that night because it was a private party, less than like 60, 70 people there. Everybody knew each other, yeah. except maybe you guys. Now, that Chris Bosch birthday party in 2013, do you remember who the rapper was that went up that night? Bone Thugs and Harmony. No, that was 14. Oh, I do. Uh, I got dreads. Uh, what's his name? Ty Dollar Sign. No. No? It was? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was there. Ty Dollar Sign and Bone Thugs was the same year. Okay. That was okay. 2014. Oh, that was Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. before he popped. Like, I remember at that Chris Bosch party thinking, okay, Gabriel's like, yo, Gary, this is Kendrick Lamar. I went up and said hi, and he was cordial, but I was thinking, I know him, but what song is it? Because it's 2013. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking the week after that party, he was everywhere. <laughs> right. It was like, I didn't, I didn't really know him. And the week after, like, holy shit, this guy's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He just blew up after that party. Yeah, that was, that was, that was. I don't know fun. why I hired you for that. That was weird. Because I'm getting pictures. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I got fired. I was. He must have been charming as shit yeah. that night. But then yeah. I, the first, I remember the first road gig was Pittsburgh. The improv in Pittsburgh was oh, the first time man. he really went on the road. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I brought you to Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale. for a weekend to yeah. do like we did the. That's when everybody was doing the. What's that video where everybody was doing the the dance the, where the uh, song would change? The Spanish song where everybody yeah. just yeah. Hola Torrico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody starts dancing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I brought you to Fort Lauderdale, and we did that video, and then you did like a highlight video for the weekend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. And then. You was telling me, you're like, dude, I just, uh, I got to figure out what I'm doing. You have a good way of, like, yeah. guilting people. You, well, I you got, got, man, I'm just, this ain't really paying all my bills. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what I got to do. And I was like, well, maybe you can go on the road with me. We'll figure out how I can make you some money. So we came up with the whole taking pictures after the show. That that came later, but I remember that 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 was the first time I opened up for you. And you say, hey, man, you do stand-up? I was like, yeah. We're in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. You hosted that weekend or you just did no, a guest spot? you just gave me a guest spot for five oh, minutes. okay. And then I was, kind of, I was nervous. I'm like, oh, shit. And I went up there. I did okay. I, you see, you, I did great. Uh, and you came up to me. He's like, you did good. You're funny, but you're very West Coast. Oh, yeah, all your jokes are about Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to explain Long Beach. Like, right. Long Beach would have got it. Right. Before the other, I was like, we don't know that street. <laughs> we don't know that corner store. Right. Right, so that was, yeah, that was a long time ago. To me. I felt like more than seven, six years. That was 2013. 2013? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we listen, you can go to YouTube. That video from that weekend still up. Yeah. And yeah. so is the dance, because everybody yeah. was posting the dance, that dance video yeah. back then. And then you started taking pictures with me, and then you started to host, and then you now have become the feature for the last couple years. Dude, I was riding with you when, dude, I got the Teal Accord. <laughs> the what? The the Honda Accord, the Civic we were dipping around with. I'm like, are you sure you want to ride with me in this car? Oh yeah, a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that piece of shit. Oh car. my god, it was a piece of shit. I remember we it were, broke down. It broke down. You were there. Yeah, we were filming. Um, we were doing the church sketch. Yeah. For I agree with myself, and I remember you pulled up, and I was like, wow, that car is really a piece of shit. Yeah. And it broke down in the church parking lot. Can you find a better place to break a car down? Yeah. Can you just pray over it. But who was in the car? Be about to leave after spending this much money on a, a sketch and he's like we're i'm going with say <laughs> the oh car yeah broke down. yeah I, yeah because i did spend quite a bit of money on that sketch and i, I kind of probably could have bought three of your cars 
for what I spent on that sketch. That's what I heard. And then you I broke heard. down, and I was, I was literally, I was about to get you another car. I was like, I'm just gonna get him a car, cause that. I'm now, granted, I wasn't about to get you some new car, <laughs> but I was never telling somebody. I was like, I'm just gonna get say a car, cause that is embarrassing. Yeah, like yeah. that dude is. But you, I think you picked me up in the airport in that one time, dude. You didn't give a fuck. I don't. I'm not into like materialistic things like I that like, like that you we just left your special and you like i'm going with say i'm like in this car are you sure there's yeah. people here uh, <laughs> there's witnesses uh you sure well i'm the guy listen i'm also the guy that was on tv had been in movies and was still had my s10 pickup with the crack in the windshield right for like three years after i moved to la yeah i just i think with me with cars is i'm lazy so I'm like, I don't feel like going to the dealership <laughs> and looking at cars, yeah. and I don't feel like listening to a dealer, like give me the spiel on how much it is and how much mileage. I'm, you know, I got ADHD. I check out quick. Right. <laughs> I'm like this. How much? Right. Does it run? Right. That's why. Thank God. Now I got Nate out of Memphis, who's my car guy, because I just I trust him. Now if I want a car, I just call Nate. Hey Nate, I'm thinking about this car. What kind of price can you get on it? Because yeah. he knows like every dealer in the country. Yeah. And that's all, because I can't do it. That's why I never probably got new cars for the longest. I was just like, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, Kenya, she got all my cars for the longest. She just show up in one, be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm driving now. Yeah. I'm not really a car dude. Yeah. We've, we spend most of our time in the air, anyways. Yeah. Or in rental cars. Yeah. On the road. I've told the stories about I probably fire Brad three times. I think legitimately like you're fired i think you've been fired twice have i fired you like oh no you've never been officially I've fired devoted. <laughs> you was close a couple yeah, times yeah here's the funny story now here's what people don't know about stand-up when you're opening for a headliner an established headliner and you become that headliner's guy like people assume you're going to be with him on the road mm -hmm. a lot of times feature acts get comfortable and they start to think that people are paying to see them, or they get comments on social media going, you were funnier than a headliner. Might get one or two comments, they're thinking, yeah, and they get cocky. Yeah. And then it's like they morph into something. Yeah. It's not, not the person that you started working with. Yeah. Usually when you get a new feature act, you're like, they just so hungry and they want it, and they're just so happy to be on the road. And they're like, I'll do whatever, right? right? right. And it becomes really easy because when you become an established headliner's opening act, you don't have to work as hard for gigs. Now you're just waiting on a phone call. Like, like okay, so you're my, you're my opener. Yeah. So all I gotta do is call you and be like, hey, say we're in Milwaukee this weekend, and then next weekend we're in Phoenix, the next weekend we're in Seattle, the next weekend we're in Dallas. Yeah. So just book your flights and we'll get it. And if you're working with me, you're staying at nice hotels on the road. Very nice. And the comedy clubs are taking care of you like you're a headliner. Yeah. What, what do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? So it's an easy job to get comfortable <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. And yeah. you see it. You see guys start to act different. It's hard to, I don't know. They, it's just, I've seen it a couple times. I haven't been that guy though. You almost became that guy. Did I really become that guy? Nah. So I'll tell you when. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll give you, you give me, I'll give you what I saw and you give me what you saw. Okay. We were in Houston, right? Houston, you're, Houston. you're, you're on the road with me now. I wasn't going to, I was supposed to be there Thursday through Sunday at the Houston Improv. Yeah. And this was 2000, I believe this is 2015. I should say, I need you to drop me off at this restaurant. I'm going to the Thursday night football. It was the Texans and Colts that night. Mm -hmm. I said, I got an extra ticket. You go, do they have another ticket? I said, nah, I got one ticket, friend of mine. I said, I can't, I 
canceled Thursday's show because I want to go to the football game. Right. Now, I, I want people to think I canceled it that night. I canceled it like a month in advance. Yeah. I told the club, I'm just going to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. And I remember you going, okay, so there's not an extra ticket? I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm the extra ticket. Right. So then yeah. I said, we're just going to go to a restaurant. We're going to have dinner. And then you just head back to the hotel, and I, I'll get a ride back, and I'll just see you in the morning. Yeah. So we're in – you, you pick <laughs> up ballet, <laughs> and we're – now we're stuck in traffic. It's rush hour. It's yeah. Thursday night football. Yeah. We're driving to a Mexican restaurant to have dinner with my friends before the game, and you're eating with us, right? Yeah. I just remember you're in the car, and I don't know what went through your brain, but you went – from zero to a hundred, you're like, hey, I, and I saw it coming, like you and Trevia. Hey, um, I gotta know my job title, cause right now I'm your driver. I can be in my room writing jokes, editing pictures and videos, and I'm your driver. And you want me to go to the dry cleaners and pick up your you name off. You act like I was working you like yeah. you was in a sweatshop, right? Right. right. And you were just like you were going boom, boom, all these things that I'm having you do, and the whole the whole time I'm going. What the fuck is he talking about? All this shit is so easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, I got to call. you. This is what you said. I got to call valet. I got to be downstairs before you waiting on the car. Now I'm driving you in traffic four hours. This is what you said. Four hours. I go, say, this is not fucking four hours of traffic. I, you know what I was upset that day? I think I was kind of like, what are you doing, Brad? That was my thing. I was like, you're the, you're the road manager. Why am I driving? And they kept on pawning it off to me. I go, you guys partied the night before you. Are you talking about your, the, uh, the, your feature act at the time? When they, Gene was over me. Both of them were. They were on the road, right. too. I go, yeah. you guys were partying the night before. I'm editing videos in the room. And why am I driving right now? That was my pickle. So I'm oh, like, okay, okay, everybody needs their job title because you had three employees. Why the fuck am I doing everything? That yeah. was my pickle. That day. Yeah. That, that day. day. Yeah. That day. Okay. So <laughs> let me just say this. A lot of times I think... In that instance, I was calling you because maybe when, you, when you're on the road with three guys like I am normally, you get people's personalities weigh on you sometimes, or yeah. sometimes you just want to talk to that person. Your demeanor's who I want to be around at that time. Right. So instead of looking at it like a job, it's almost like a compliment. Like I, was, I probably called you because I was like, I'd rather ride with Say. Right. I'd rather be stuck in traffic with Say that day. Right. There's certain days I'd rather be stuck in traffic with Brad. Right. But for that particular day, I was like, <laughs> I'd rather hang out with Say, because yeah. probably because I'm going to a football game, which means I'm probably going to want to talk sports on the way to it. You like sports. Right. So we could talk sports on the way. And it's not like I'm saying, take me to the stadium and drop me off, which I'm perfectly okay to do. I should be. Right. Uh, I was saying, hey, let's go to dinner before the game. Right. Let's chill out, have a nice meal, meet my friends, and then you head back. Okay. So that's probably why I called you that day. But here's where it gets funny. <laughs> you didn't know if all this shit and then like was demanding more money. <laughs> like, but I need to get paid more. So we got to work something out. Yeah, and I went, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I remember I talked to Raymond, the manager of Houston Improv, because I had just had never had nobody talk to me like that. And by the way, I'd only had, I'd only start really selling tickets for about a year or two before that. Right. So I didn't have like employees that much. Right. So I'm I'm new to having guys working for me too on the road. Right. I'm I'm used to like just showing up by myself to a city 
and they booked the feature acts and shit. So this is new to me too, being yeah. a headliner, making a little more money and selling tickets. <laughs> yeah. So Raymond pulls me aside and was like, I've seen it before, man. He's the one that was like telling me like, I've seen this happen before with yeah. people. He goes, you have to knock him down like a peg and just remind him like, this shit is easy. Like you're staying at a five-star hotel. You don't have to get on the phone and call comedy clubs for work. You're basically coming to a city. You're getting weighted hand and foot. I said, okay. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm not out of line in this thing. He goes, nah, man. I go, Say's, he was like, Say's out of line. First okay. off, we mentioned Ray. Ray is Raymond. The, Raymond. I love Raymond. Shouts out to Raymond. He gassed me as soon as I landed. Oh, <laughs> he sidelined me and gassed me. And he go, hey, that's, uh, that's you're the web designer? I go, yeah. I go, dude, outstanding job, man. That's a really good job, man. <laughs> that's because that was the problem. You thought he said, "Yo, we're actually getting ticket sales from the website." And you're that's like, "That's what I thought." All right, I'm selling tickets. <laughs> I was like, "No, motherfucker, that's a part of it." Right, right. He said, "I go, where's the where's the ticket sales coming from?" He's, he's actually a lot of it's coming from the website. So in my head, I'm like, "I'm that dude. I'm that dude." Because you you came at me like, "Yo, say this is." We I've never sold out Houston like this before. Yeah. So my head, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm fucking God, dude. Yeah, yeah I made this happen. <laughs> I need to get more money <laughs> now. Palace had nothing to do with the movies. That had nothing to do with my specials. <laughs> right. Nothing to do with my jokes. It was all about their web design. Shouts out to Raymond, but I love him to death. But he he gassed me on that shit. I thought I was responsible for your success <laughs> for that weekend. I was like, really? Yeah. I'm your. I just remember this. I'm your driver. Yeah. I, I remember you that big ass SUV and your little Asian. <laughs> And ass sitting there going, I'm your driver. I could be in my room editing, going over my jokes, writing my set, and I'm going, motherfucker, doing five minutes. Right. I, I, I go over your set. your website. So, so I let you linger till right, Sunday. Remember, right. I said after dinner on Thursday, I went, uh, I'm gonna think it over. I'll. I'll get back to you on Sunday. Yeah. And that's when I talked to Raymond the next day, Friday, when he picked me up for press mm -hmm. Friday morning. Mm -hmm. I talked to him about it. I said, hey, man, you know, I talked to <laughs> about this. And he goes, yeah, he's, he's out of line, blah, blah, blah. So I said, I'm going to wait till Sunday. I'm just going to let, I'm going to lead him on thinking he's about to get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I remember Sunday in the green room. And Brad's out. Gee, everybody's gone, right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, say, so let's talk. You sat out with so much hope, like, all right, man, this is what I came up with. I said, <laughs> I, I remember going, all right, say, man, I thought about what you said, man, and um, yeah, man, this ain't really working out, so I'm not bringing you on the road anymore. You can just be the web guy. This is what you did. You made no noises. <laughs> you just started moving. You went, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Your body? I don't think it could tort anymore around a chair. You were like, what? <laughs> and I remember you just, the defeated look was this. <sighs> well, I mean, no, I went, Thursday I was in a fr different frame of mind. And I think you even brought up the same thing you brought up now. You, mm. I remember you saying something about, I just need to know what my job is because you was like, I don't party. I don't do that. And you're like, you're asking me to do all this stuff and the other guys aren't doing anything. Yeah. And it's funny because... <laughs> When you're on the road with different guys on the road like that, um, I, like I, I remember, the, I think we we're in Phoenix, and I got cussed out by Casey, the improv manager, yeah. couple, about three years ago, because he he literally, uh, to me, Casey's the best manager of any comedy club I've had in Phoenix. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. 
Casey just gets it, right? And there's other great ones. I don't, this ain't a put down other comedy clubs, but Casey to me is the best. I remember he pulled me in his office and he's like, he, he talked to me like I was a little kid. <laughs> like, I, like, I just sold out all these shows. I got this um, a nice check. I'm like this, feeling good. He goes, hey, gay. You know, you got that Boston accent. Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> Which my Boston accent is probably terrible right now. <laughs> it's a hybrid. <laughs> I just gave a Boston accent of a guy that's English is a second language. Hey, gay. Can I talk to you for a second? It's terrible. Yeah. That's why I'll never work with Matt Damon. <laughs> I, w I wasn't in the town. I lost it for that reason. But he pulled. He pulls all his um, staff out of the office. Now it's just me and him in the office. And I remember he had his hands crossed. And he goes, "Hey, look, I ain't, I ain't trying to be in your business, man." He goes, "But what the fuck is your guys' jobs titles?" <laughs> and I go, "Huh?" He goes, "Your guys ain't doing shit." He goes, "I'm sitting here." He goes, "Every night." You open the green room door and you're yelling for a waitress and you got three guys that aren't in the green room. They're just hanging out, yeah. like having drinks, blah, blah, blah. I know not so much you. I know you you like to hang out and I, I know you if you get your ego strokes a little bit when the fans leave. I, I get all that. Every comment likes that. But, um, you know, as far as the other guys, you know, the drinking, flirting, whatever they're doing. And uh, he goes, every night you're just like in the green room yelling. Hey, this is all you hear the whole night. Brad, say, <laughs> Brad, say, <laughs> Gene. Like well, somebody comes out of my mouth. Yeah. He goes, man, uh, you got to give your guys specific job titles so they know what they're doing. He yeah. goes, and one of them's got to be in the green room at all times yeah. in case you need something. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. So I just remember I pulled all three of you in, and I basically what I said is. Between everyone on the road with me, and I think this goes for most headliners, like your job is to make sure I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if that just means I, I, I want to go to Starbucks. Because sometimes you just don't want to deal with people. Yeah. Sometimes shit comes with that when you, when you leave your hotel room. Yeah. And I, I just remember thinking, yeah, where the fuck are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I just be in a green room like... Man, I just, I, I just need some ice. <laughs> it can be the most mundane, littlest thing. And I'm like, I got nobody in here. Yeah. Nobody's around. Yeah. You guys just out in the lobby <laughs> hanging out. Brad, Jane, yeah. say. <laughs> but I mean, that, but I think that happens a lot. But that's when it made sense to me, though, when you said, hey, you're, just, uh, you know, I need my guys to make sure I'm good. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And it's not like I'm, I'm the only headliner thinks like that. You know, it's like, that's just, that just is what it is mm -hmm. on the road, you know? Because I, I, I think when I first started out and in, in newbies, like I was making, you know, it's a different time, but I remember going to like getting my headshots and getting them printed off and, and sending all these emails and, and burning DVDs. faxes. I remember faxing yeah. comedy clubs. Yeah. yeah, burning a DVD and, and sending your 10 minute reel into comedy clubs and getting on the phone and calling them a hundred times. And then you finally get a bite you yeah. find i remember my first one was the uh, the comic strip in el paso mm -hmm. i opened up a guy i opened up for a guy named chaz elsner they paid me 500 dollars to feature i'm living in san diego i'm still active duty military i took the weekend off and drove a flight was even in the question yeah i drove from san diego to el paso left early left at 6 a.m got to el paso they had us in a condo a three-bedroom condo me him and the host and 
You know, I was just like, that's just what you do. Yeah. And I was so excited. Like the drive there and back was like an hour to yeah. me. Because the way there, I'm going on my jokes. I'm just so excited. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm on the road. And Wait, that was your first headlining act? I wasn't headlining. I was featured. That was my first feature. Uh, that was the first time I got hired to feature, too. Where? In El Paso. What, who was you with? I was with uh, I, Tony Woods. Tony Woods? I think you told what year was Tony this? Tony Woods. This is, uh, shoot, I remember more than eight years ago. Yeah. How'd, Joey, you, get, how'd you get the gig? Joey Medina. We performed together at a like some Latino show in like Downey or Whittier, and he's like, "Hey, you wanna, you wanna do like a feature, you know, new feature for, uh, for El Paso, Texas comedy club? You know, you like your own transportation, you know, it pays this much." I'm like, "Oh, okay," you know. I was like, "All right, cool." Did you fly yourself out? I flew out because oh, somebody out. suggested don't take the someone so like take the Greyhound. I'm like, "I have Greyhound." Oh my god, don't take a bus. Yeah, I was no. like, uh, "Yeah, not gonna." Driving never crossed your mind. No, because I had that Honda Accord. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't have made it. Yeah. That wouldn't have made it. Yeah, so. yeah you would have made it to Barstow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other, the other time I got really mad at you? There's been a couple of times I got really mad. I, I, no. I don't want people to think we have a bad relationship. We have a great relationship. Right. But when you're with somebody every week for five years, uh, newsflash, you're going to get in a couple fucking arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or disagreements. I've never gotten a disagreement where I thought I'm, I'm firing this guy because of it. I just think you get mad. It is what it is. And normally an hour later, we're cool. We're cool, yeah. Right? Yeah. Two times I was really mad at you. One is Dallas. We'll get into that in a second. Last year. <laughs> the first time was we were in Ontario, California. Ontario, and I yeah. was trying. Remember, this is, how I did, this is how we did with the pictures. You said, I don't have any money. I said, well, let's, I can start taking pictures after my shows and we could both make some money that way, mm -hmm. do a meet and greet. And he's like, okay. And I remember you bought all the camera equipment, all the printer stuff, and I remember it came to $4,000. Mm -hmm. And I told you, I said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. I'm going to, I'm gonna get your airline ticket to these cities that we're going to. <laughs> one, you already know yeah. where I'm going. And, but I'm not gonna take any money out of your picture money until you make your $4,000 back. Yeah. So I literally, if we're charging $20 a picture at that time, we were charging $20. So that was 100. I took 200 fucking pictures for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for free after shows. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I was like, okay, let me just make, let him get his money back, his investment. I remember I flew you, we were, let's I'm making up a city. We're flying into Atlanta. And I said, say, you're gonna fly out of Ontario this week because it was like $400 cheaper than LAX. Yeah. And then were you going, why Ontario? And I go, well, it was a lot cheaper. It's, I was like, it's still a direct flight. Times are good. I, I booked it so you wouldn't hit rush hour. Yeah. I think it was like a 1230 flight or something. You just would not let go <laughs> of why Ontario. I said, did you live in Long Beach? I was like, it's, it, LAX is 40 minutes, Ontario is an hour. Yeah. It's 20 yeah. minutes longer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, and, you, and here I am, Buying your tickets in a run, I'm sitting there trying to convince you it's cool. It's a smaller airport, it's cooler, security won't be as long, parking's cheaper, yeah. things like that. And I'm thinking, what the fuck am I trying to justify myself? <laughs> and that's what I remember. I was like, yeah, the ticket's like 400 cheaper out of Ontario. And then I went to the, the casino after my show that night. <laughs> and I came back the next day. I'm in the green room. I was like, man, I lost $500 last night at the casino. I remember saying 500 Yeah, I lost 500 last night. And, everybody, and I remember... <laughs> The show's over, and you just are looking at me with this weird look. I go, why do you keep looking at me like that? You're like, so 
<laughs> you can just lose $500 at a casino, but you can't fly me out of LAX for a couple hundred dollars more? And I just remember going, don't you ever <laughs> fucking get in my pockets again. <laughs> Slam the door. <laughs> Slam the door. I, like, I said, get the fuck out of the green room. Slam the door in your face. I just remember looking at you like, don't you ever. I didn't even yell at you. I just went, don't you ever fucking get in my pockets again. That's one thing you don't do. You do not count right. another man's yeah, money. Lesson learned. And how they spend it. That's right. on them. But I remember thinking, I slammed the door and I remember just talking. There might have been two in a group. motherfucker. I don't know why I get... I get like an 80s gangster, uh, black guy gangster when I get mad. Yeah. I don't know who that motherfucker yeah. thinks. My fingers go like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's that yeah. motherfucker think he is in my motherfucking pockets? <laughs> I was like, I got fired. I think I got fired. <laughs> I, I, no, I just remember, I remember everyone calmed me down. Like, dude, he don't know. And, they, and I was like, he's young. I remember everybody, that, that was the excuse for a long time. Say he's young, man. He don't know what he's doing. And it's, I don't know. Here's my thing with you. You'll give me a bill, like a monthly bill of the internet stuff and things that you do, and, and I'll, I'll ask you about them. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, what's this for? Well, what's this for? What's this for? And you always come to me like, man, I, I hate giving you <laughs> bills because you question everything. I go, that's what you're supposed to do. If you get a service done, you're supposed to ask, what's it for? I said, I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking. Yeah. I just think with you, and especially when I ask you to do things and you ask 10 questions or you do so, I think you've been burned so much in this business with web stuff. Oh, I yeah. think you've been ripped off. I think you've done work and didn't get paid. And I think with me, you still think I'm going to burn you. Sometimes the way you talk to me, I'm like this, say, I'm not going to rip you off. We've been working together for years now. I'm the yeah. one guy you should be trusting by now. Yeah. Like I'm not ripping you off right. because you'll tell me story after story of you doing work for this comic and then he doesn't pay you and they does you did i did all this work and then he never paid me i never heard from him again mm -hmm. and i think that's where a lot of your insecurities and issues come when you're talking to me you're like oh, you yeah. i think you think you're gonna get burned or get left out in the cold for no reason struggling man just struggle <laughs> you it's it's like a relationship like you you've been cheated on and now it's like, I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if, so who am I? I'm the cheater? <laughs> I don't know, man. Ontario? Are you my side chick? Ontario? Are you my side chick? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also, I, I'm a, I get comfortable with you too, because I don't, because when, when I got into comedy, I was spoiled right off the bat. Like a buddy of mine before you took me on the road, and I never had to like book my own flights, and they all, all that has been done for me. Mm -hmm. You know, the only struggle I had was going to these open mics locally here in, you know, in Los Angeles and Orange County. And when I got on the road with you, it was like flights, hotel. I was like, oh, this is normal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> nice like, hotels. Right. Nice. This is, you know, I didn't know it was, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, yeah, you used to do open mics at a fucking coffee shop mm. in Long Beach. But that's, I think, like I said, it's such an easy easy job to get comfortable and yeah. when you when you go with someone on the road that you don't know what they've been through for 10 15 years struggling not struggling but just grinding i hate saying struggling because if you're if you're a stand-up you're pursuing your passion so that's not a struggle that, that it's a grind to make but well, it's not I a struggle the, i was talking about web design when i was a web designer that was complete miserable i was miserable, miserable. for 10 years dude because i didn't want to do stand-up 
my thing was like, oh, working with comics. I yeah, you just like wanted, being in the business, being around them, oh, I soaking wanna, up everything. I want to be you guys because I looked at you guys as superheroes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, get in with these guys. You know, yeah. you never know when they're going to come back. And you know, I did a lot of pro bono work, and you know, I charged them probably less than I should have. If and, so, if you was a lawyer, you never won a case. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of pro bono work, man, and yeah. I still ain't got no money. Yeah, but uh, you know, I it ultimately was like to to do stand up and 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 be on the road with a with adult comedy like you, like, yo, that shit happened. So, well, see, with, and then when you came on the road with me, it was right when I was starting to quote unquote hit yeah. and sell tickets. And yeah. you've been there where we like went from, dude, now we're doing eight shows and we're adding shows yeah. and things like that. I, I go, okay, like, I'll give you an example of Brad, so I'm not being comfortable on the road. So I have been doing the Cleveland Improv for 10 years, and they always put you at this comic condo, which, Comic condos are usually not the cleanest places. Yeah. Like if you that might have been where the coronavirus started <laughs> at a comic condo. Because they're usually having, they don't, they're not deep cleaning it. And they usually got some girl that works there, they're giving her a couple dollars to come in and clean up the place. So she's not putting the extra TLC into it. Yeah. Cleveland had this comic condo, which actually was in a cool building, cool location, but it wasn't the cleanest place in the world, right? I just remember when Brad first started going on the road with me. So Brad, you came on like 2013, mm -hmm. around there. Brad came along about 2008, nine, right? I think 2008 was like you with Spotty Gigs. In 2009, Brad was kind of with me, right? So I remember this had to be 2010 or 11 because I got us courtside seats to a Cavs game on a Sunday afternoon before, but LeBron wasn't there. Mm -hmm. He had just left for Miami. So it was like a JV game. It was like Philly and Cleveland, and neither team was good. The reason I remember this, because when we got to Cleveland, Brad had to stay at the condo, and I at that time, my contract just had one hotel room in it. So I said, Brad, you got to stay at the condo, right? So Brad goes, he calls me, he goes, uh, hey, man, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this this weekend. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, this condo, man, it's, it's dirty. It's nasty. I go, Brad, it's not that bad. He goes, you wouldn't stay here. And I went, motherfucker, I did stay there for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I realized, oh, he doesn't know. Like, I, I grinded. Yeah. I did stay at those comic condos yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But I remember Brad going, you wouldn't stay here. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker, I did stay there for 10 years. Yeah. I go, in fact, look under the bed. I'm sure my gum's still there. Yeah. It's Juicy Fruit yeah. from 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know how spoiled I was. And, and, you know, looking back in comedy, I never traveled. All I did was just the open mics. But when I got to, I was like, oh, this is normal. You know, hotels. I didn't know there was condos. I didn't oh, know the condo, comic condos. Yeah. Not, I'm sure there's some nice ones. But 90% are just shitholes. Yeah. Man, I remember I did a, the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas. And they, they had a house. They had a comic house, mm -hmm. right? Oh, my God. I remember just walking in going, you go there with so much optimism. Like, it, it can't be that bad. <laughs> it's got be. plenty of comics been here, right? Yeah. I remember I walked in and it immediately smelled like cigarettes. The whole house smelled like cigarettes. So whoever was there the week before was smoking. And then in the living room, this was before flat screens. There was a big screen TV and there was a big crack right in the middle of it. And I go, what the fuck's a crack for? And the guy goes, uh, oh yeah, classic Little Rock, somebody picking me up that's probably a server that just is, doesn't want to be there really. I said, what happened to the TV? Yeah, last week the feature act got fired, so he got pissed and he threw his shoe through the TV. 
was like, what? He goes, yeah, he just, yeah, it's, so we're going to fix it next week so you don't have a TV this week. I was like, I remember I stayed the first night in that house and I just went, I can't stay here, dude. And I, so I told the club, I said, I came up with some fucking lie. I remember thinking, that I'm allergic to cats, which I am. Yeah. I go, somebody must have had a cat in here, dude. I'm dying. I yeah. can't breathe. So they put me out of La Quinta Inn. I'll never forget it. When I checked in, I saw the rate, $69 a night. Mm-hmm. That shit was like the Ritz <laughs> after that house. <laughs> I remember checking in going, okay, I'm comfortable now. Yeah. I was like, I never felt so comfortable in a hotel at that moment. It's like, oh. It was just clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had cable, I had a TV. I was so relaxed. I was could have been one of the some of the best shows I ever had in Little Rock that weekend, <laughs> just because of the accommodations. Yeah. So we're gonna get into some good stories, but I like to get the the the, the funnier story. Listen, the the arguments are the great stories. Just yeah. like bombing yeah. is always the best. Yeah. Let's get to Dallas. Let's talk about that <laughs> argument, which is Dallas. That was a great one. Oh yeah, this is great. So I'll give, I'm going to give my version, okay. then you give me your version. We'll okay. switch it. Okay. This was a knockdown drag out. <laughs> so literally a month before Dallas happens, my wife had just gotten uh, racially profiled by Delta. So I went on social media and I talked about how this dude like smarted off to her. Mm-hmm. And because uh, and here's the story. There was, she was in Cincinnati flying to San Francisco. There was a, they said first class line up. It was all white guys lined up. She was the only black lady, and the guy literally singled her out. Mm-hmm. Was like, "Ma'am, uh, are you supposed to be in first? She was like, "Yeah." Or he said, "This is the first class line," and then she stopped him. Wait a minute, and he didn't ask nobody else. So she goes, "Are you gonna ask anybody else?" He goes, "No," and she goes, "Well, why not?" He goes, "Cause I don't have to." And so, you know. Anyways, there's, that's a Cliff Notes version of that story. So I found out about it. So I made a social media post. Well. It went everywhere. Like all the the the, the news outlets picked it up. <clears throat> so this podcast, firing a kid, Brian Callen gets on the air and goes, "Yeah, I heard that guy's difficult to work with. I heard he's kind of a hothead." <laughs> I was going, "Fuck, you that from?" I'm not a hothead, but I'm listening, going, I'm watching it on on my computer, going, "What the fuck's he mean? I'm a hothead. I'm being a hothead watching him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, "Man, fuck Brian Callen." Yeah, I saw that. Shop. I saw that too. I, go, I saw that too. Like, it's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> How no, does he no. know? <laughs> I can't. I can be a hothead if you. I think everybody can. Yeah. But. I remember thinking, man, so then I, I went on his pod. I, I ended up coming on Fighting a Kid mm-hmm. because of that. It actually worked out. You yes, know? Didn't you guys do a movie together? Yeah, we did, um, we did uh, Ride Along. And he didn't even remember me. <laughs> we had a scene together. Like, we had lunch together. I was like, I clearly made no impression with this dude. <laughs> That's a kill me. You Heard were- about that guy. Never met him, though. Yes, you did. <laughs> Do you remember when we rehearsed the scene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, and I'm getting a pocket. Ended up being cool. I got to know Brendan and Brian. They're real cool guys. Mm-hmm. But it was funny. This was like April. This happened that they did on a podcast. So the the dowsing happened in June. It was in June. So okay. I'm literally like, Brian ended up saying, I made a mistake. I did not hear he's a hothead. I, Brian goes, I think like one manager or one comic said that to me. He goes, so I'm literally just went, I shouldn't have said it. I'm going off what one person said that it might've had a bad day with Gary or something, right? Yeah. 
So, by the way, the way this conversation has gone for the last 30 minutes, I would think I'm a hothead of listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really not. I don't think. <laughs> so, He's a good guy. He's a good guy. So, um, June, this is June of last year, 2019. And it was just one of those nights where energy was off yeah. between everybody. Yeah. Me, you, and Brad, it was just off. It was hot out. I don't know what was going on, but it's one of those nights where you just get to the club and like, man, it doesn't feel like everything's going smooth right now. Yeah. And I just remember the, I got on stage and the stage was hot. The first show, the stage was blazing. Yeah. So now I'm sweaty. I, don't, I didn't bring an extra T-shirt, so I'm trying to like get in front of a fan and cool off in the green room. Yeah. And I remember I ordered my food before I got on, right? And I'm, I'm thinking Brad and you know me well enough that if they don't have the food, like order something he likes. And the fact that you guys went to Chinese, and I was like, oh, I'm not really a Chinese food dude, right? No, Thai food. Thai food. Oh, yeah. worse. Spicy. You guys know I don't like spicy food. So to me, I'm like, okay. Either say or Brad ordered something that they wanted and just said, we'll just get Gary some vegetables and brown rice. Right, right. So I was like, I already was like, says he wanted to really want it, but I guess I'll make the best of it, right? Yeah. So I just remember <laughs> what you guys ordered me, I really didn't want. Yeah. The I just remember the vegetables looked dry, yeah. wore out. I go, I'm not eating this. This looks terrible. All the food looked terrible, I think you'll admit. All the food did not look great visually. Visually. So then... I'm like, so I don't want the vegetables. So now I'm like, well, I got bland ass brown rice, I guess I can eat. And mm -hmm. I'm looking around like, what can I put on it? Yeah. And then there was a, you know, like Thai food, it was all in these big containers. Yeah. So I see what I guess was the food you ordered for yourself. Yeah. So I opened it and you go, that's my food. That's my food. <laughs> like, like you came out of the ground. Like, where'd you come from? Like yeah. I went, yeah. that's my food. <laughs> I was okay, like, okay. I was like, I know. And at this point, I'm calm. I go, yeah. I know. I'm just putting a little bit on my rice. Yeah. I go, it's big containers, everything, right? Yeah. I go, it's. I think I said Chinese. I didn't know it was Thai. Yeah. I think I was like, it's Chinese food, dude. We're just all gonna share, anyways. Yeah. 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 But I remember you going, yeah. But that's mine. That's my food. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, right. Mm -hmm. So I just remember. I took some out. I, I grabbed the plate, so I took some of the rice out. <laughs> I took some of the vegetables. So now I'm eating them off a plate, but anybody else can have what's in the containers. Yeah. I just remember you grabbed the container and started eating directly out of it. Yeah. And I went, in a calm voice, I go, hey, say, you know you're being selfish, right? And you go, yeah. huh? I go, you know you're being selfish. Like, you should have got a plate and like put some on a plate in case <laughs> somebody else wanted to eat that. And you just went... I'm not, I'm not selfish. And you like raised your voice at me. Yeah. And I went like, I just you yeah, yeah. yelled at me about being selfish. And I just went, <sighs> yeah. I took my food <laughs> and threw it at you. I went, I remember, I went, <laughs> there was rice everywhere. everywhere. I think there's still rice at the Addison Improv, right? I feel like I was at a Cambodian <laughs> wedding. I'm like, Whoa. I remember I was throwing the food at you like one rice at a time. Ting, <laughs> ting, ting. Yeah, yeah. And then you, I said, get the fuck out, yeah, right? Yeah. You leave the green room. And then for some reason, I'm still on 10, yeah. and you walked back in, and you're like, and another thing, and I went, get the fuck, I had a fork, and I yeah. winged it at you, get yeah. the fuck out, that fork, I think it stuck you. Yeah, it did. It, it cut did. you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it cut your calf, because <laughs> you acted like your, your leg was broke. Okay. But, Jesus Christ, I'm sweating, this is so funny. 
a year later, it's funny. So I just remember, I winged the fork, get the fuck out. I just remember yeah. you went like this, ooh, and you ran out of the green room. Yeah. And then, uh, then I'm going, <sighs> then reality kicks in. You're like, fuck, man, I shouldn't have did that. I overreacted. <laughs> I, it, he still shouldn't have yelled at me. Here's the funniest shit about the story before I give you, you can give your version. Okay. I just remember Brad sweeping up. Brad's so calm. That's why I need him with me yeah. on times like these. <laughs> Brad grabbed, immediately just grabbed the broom, grabbed the dustpan, just started sweeping, didn't say a word. He's calm and cool. And all he said was, man, you threw my food. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, you threw my food. Like, so, so the food that I grabbed, uh -huh. just the plate, yeah. you had yours in your hand. Yeah. You were eating like this out of the bowl yeah. or the, the container, rectangle container. So you had your food. Yeah. I had I didn't want the vegetables, those are gone. I had some brown rice, which was all I had left. And I know I winged that, but I also grabbed the next little food next to me which was brad's and mm. wing that <laughs> so brad had nothing to do with this and his food's on the ground <laughs> you're enjoying your shit still so i just remember afterwards i said i don't want to fucking talk to say i don't and i remember then going they want to know if say's fired i said no he's not fucking fired yeah. i go he's gonna go up do his act i go we'll talk about it after i just don't want to see him till the show's over yeah, right yeah. so then i brad came in and goes Man, you got to see this motherfucker right now. And I go, what? I go, he's at the bar. He goes, acting like he got shot. <laughs> he goes, he's got the tiniest scrape on his leg from the fork. I go, but he's literally got an ice pack. <laughs> he's got these wet paper towels. He goes, and he's holding the ice on there, and he's limping. <laughs> and I'm going, what? He yeah, goes, I yeah. guess that fork stuck him. <laughs> and I go, I literally went to Brad. I go, he ain't trying to sue, is he? <laughs> he was like, he goes, I don't think so. I go, I go, that motherfucker better not. <laughs> I remember saying, because my lawyer costs more than his lawyer. I remember saying that Brad. And I remember thinking, motherfucker ain't trying to sue, is he? He goes, he goes, Brad goes, man, that fork scrape is that big. <laughs> but he, he goes, Gary, I remember, I think he took a picture of you yeah. at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> he took a picture of your scrape, and yeah. then you sitting there, you pulled your pants leg up and was holding the ice on it. <laughs> he goes, he's probably going to want to go to emergency and get stitches. <laughs> oh, but, man. But I just remember oh. afterwards, you know, we, oh. we talked about it, and it was calm, and then it was over with. But By I just the way, never I killed. I killed. That was right before I had to go up, too. So that anger inside of me, I just destroyed. All that night at yeah, the second show? Yeah, I was surprised at myself, like, oh shit, you know? You just throw forks at me more often. People were standing up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my bag so of was, ice, give me my ice. <laughs> <laughs> that was, okay, don't let me forget, I want you to tell your version, but then I want to talk about the story of driving from Charlotte to Columbia. Okay. And you taking over the car ride. Okay. Tell me your version of that, because here's my version. Okay. Get off stage, I'm hot. I'm hungry. I'm expecting like, I think I'm expecting like Cuban food, I think. Was it Cuban food? That yeah, day? I okay. think Cuban food. And then you guys went and got Thai. So I'm already like, I don't really like, I don't like Chinese or Thai food like that at this time of night. Right. And then I was like, food was spicy. The shit you guys ordered me looked fucking terrible. So I didn't want to eat it. So yeah. now I'm like, I don't like this. Okay. Take a little bit of your food. 
you tell me that's your food. I'm like, and in my brain, I'm like, no, it ain't. This is our food because you don't get to order this food if I'm not here. That's the cockiness in me. Like, excuse me, yeah. you're not ordering shit if I ain't here. Okay. So technically, it's all my food. Okay. I didn't say that, but in my brain, I'm going, what do you mean it's your food? And then you yelling <laughs> at me is what was the last straw when okay. you went, no, I ain't selfish. And I'm at that point, I'm being calm, like almost like half joking, like, hey, man, you know you're being selfish, right? You're just eating out of that? Other people got to eat. Okay. I ain't selfish. The funny shit was you walking back in to finish your thought. And then me throwing the fork. <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> fork just went. Shoo, 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 shoo. All right, so let's flip it over here now. So, uh, who was the manager that day? What's his name? Uh, Sean. Sean comes in, and you know, you know, Sean is. Hey, you know, uh, we, this, yeah. this no. Um, uh, Sean is not Mike Tyson. Yeah, I don't no, know he what sounds that like that was. a little bit like that. Yeah, he's, there's no, uh, there's no Cuban food. They're not open right now. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, what is there? And Brett's like, well, there's a Thai food. And I was like, Ty, we can do Ty. You know, let me look at the menu and see what he, because I knew what you liked. Yeah. Because I travel you all the time. I know your taste buds, right? So I'm like, let me look at it. He's going to get something healthy because you've been on the health kick, right? Yeah. So we normally eat, was it Leafs? What was that place called? We, we always order this shit all the time. Tender greens? It's tender greens, right? You always get the same thing. Steam vegetables, yeah. right? Chicken breast and brown rice. Well, I, I get um, the... Veggies are inconsistent. They're right. like holiday so, ends. Right. So, as, I mean, different restaurant, different taste. But I, that, that's what you like. So, I'm like, he's going to want this. I know him. That's my dude. I got him. Okay. So, my heart was like, I made this. I, I made this effort. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to like this. Right? To me, I didn't give a fuck about health because I'm Southeast Asian. I know what's good. You know, that's just not going to be good because I eat gluten. I'm going to eat gluten. And you're gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So, that the noodles I order was complete. 100% gluten and a little bit of vegetables and some shrimp and stuff. I don't know. You like the seafood. shit you ordered. Yeah, the shit I ordered. Okay. So I'm like, I'm just going to go bad because I, you know, that healthy stuff doesn't taste as good mm-hmm. at a Thai restaurant. So Brad ordered his stuff and I ordered mine. The food came, right? And I remember you opening it up and I got you this, you know, and, and, uh, and I'm looking at it. You, you know, you grab mine. I go, hey, that's, that's, that's my mine. And he's like, oh, I know, you know, and you, you kind of like look at it. And then uh, I grab my food. And I remember, like, okay, your were kinda, voice. Oh no! Oh, this word, this word, this is really where it went bad. You open the bag, and the um, the anger and the emotion. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Oh shit! Here it comes, dude. Yeah, that was me. Here it comes. That's me. And that should, because I know how you are. I go, that should have been the cue for you to leave the fucking room. But I'm like, I'm kind of partially responsible for this because I ordered for you." He's like, what the fuck is this, right? I mean, so at this point, I'm already eating my food. I'm, I open my shit. I'm looking at Brad trying to be kind of like quiet, you know, like a little mouse. I was like, he's, you know, I feel the energy on this side. And I go, Brad, like, you want some of mine? He's like, I'll take some of yours. And you looked at me and I go, are you putting your fork in that? I, are you putting your fucking fork in that? I go, yeah. I go, it's, I ordered this. This is mine. And then you go, I remember this is what you said. This is not what you. This is what exactly you said. You greedy motherfucker. <laughs> and that right there, dude, set me off, bro. I was ready to lose my fucking job when you said that because that was the furthest oh, thing from who I am. Like my <laughs> heart. Greedy motherfucker. You, you say you greedy motherfucker. I'm like what? I just took the liver. I just ordered you some oh, shit that you. I need a towel. You I'm sweating, fight. man. And I, I, I don't know why. I, I, you know, my dad was in the hospital at the time, and I'm just—I don't know why. I was ready. I, it just—I just—it just the Long Beach came out of me, 
and I snapped and I said something and I raised my voice at you and I'm like, oh fuck, here it comes. And you went, <laughs> fucking some roar came and I just saw food and shit flying, dude. And <laughs> I remember a fork came at me and it, I remember once I was wearing those cutoff jeans and that shit slit, it sliced me and I'm outside and one of the girls that was like opening up for us, she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> the staff member came with ice and all this I, stuff. I love how you just downplayed your reaction though. Yeah, what? Like I'll really admit I probably did say you greedy, greedy motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. The way you just told oh, your story was oh. you were the most docile Mild mannered. Before that, kid. before that, I felt like okay, he's coming for me. You know, just shut the fuck up and eat your food. That's my thing. And then you call me out on the food. I go, you is when you call me, you greedy motherfucker. And that's but I didn't yell it. Yeah, you said it with you. No, said I didn't it. yell because yeah. what set me off was you yelling at me. That's what made yeah. me turn yeah. into the hall. Yeah, yeah. Was I was like, I'm. You're probably right. I mean, granted, everybody has got their own version a yeah. year and a half later. But I, I might have said. You greedy motherfucker. No, no, it wasn't that sexy, okay, dude. That try, was let's way try again. too sexy let's try it again. for that. <laughs> you greedy motherfucker. No. Say. You know you're being greedy, right? You greedy motherfucker. No. <laughs> that sounds like what no, I'd say in a green room. That. It was the anger. I'd be like, yeah, say. You're being a greedy motherfucker right now. No. Say. Greedy motherfucker. No. Say. You a greedy motherfucker. No. Those are all my, no, that's all my no, voices. No, no, <laughs> this is a different, this is like the rod that came out. Oh, I said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some PTSD up there. <laughs> yeah, you get it every now and then, I gotta admit. Every now and then, here's the problem. When you're on the road with people so much, uh, you just, just in the same instance where I said you can get comfortable with the accommodations and, and everything, you also get comfortable with your personality and, and people really get to know you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think... To the novice, I don't, I don't go off in public. Yeah. I don't go off. Yeah. But I think between you and Brad, you've seen that, that side of me where I'm just yeah. like, Argh. And then like 30 minutes later, you're like, hey, what's up? What's oh, going on? Oh, that's one thing I will say, and I will say about myself. I don't hold grudges. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like this. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did. That was fucked up. Yeah. Like, by the time I get off stage and it's an hour later, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I cut you with the fork? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I, I should have threw a spoon. I have a fucking. Uh, I, I, know, I can't show it now, but I have. Don't a, say a, you got a fucking scar. I got dude. a scar to prove it, dude. No fucking yes, way. I do. It was yep. a fork. It was a fork scar, and I think it was. I think it was a knife. Let me a fork scar. Let me show you, dude. Let me show you that scar, bro. If it look it, right there, dude. That is right not right there, dude. That's full of shit. Yep. You skateboard every week. No, this is this is it. Somebody zoom in on this. This is it right here, guys. There's no fucking scar there, dude. Right here, bro. It's right there. Boom, boom. You're so full of shit. That's, that did not that, come from that fork. Yes, it was. Yes, it did. I swear to God, it did. <laughs> yes, yes. That's how. That's how crazy it was that day. You lying yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, there was some. <laughs> there was, <laughs> you lying. Get the fuck off the podcast. Get the fuck out. I'm wow. throwing shit. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh man. Oh my God, I'm sweating. It's the high. fact that you have downplayed your <laughs> guilt <laughs> in that instance. The only thing that set me off was you yelling at me. Yeah. That was the, 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 what is it? The straw that broke the camel's back? I don't know these things. When you raised your voice, I just, that's all I needed. Ah! Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That is what is. <laughs> it happened. But I just think it's funny that it happened that 
I hadn't really gone off like that. Shouts out to Brad that day, man. He was like Brad the, was the calm. He was fucking. He, he was great. Saved us. Yeah, he was great. Swept everything up. I was like, Brad, are dude, you- I, just, I just remember I didn't see a waitress or the manager the rest of the night. And literally the next day when I went to settle with the club, they yeah. go, oh, I, the manager, Sean, was like, I told everybody, don't go in there. Yeah. Leave them alone. Yeah. Let them work that out amongst themselves. Yeah. It was like some family affair shit. They were like, oh, yeah. 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 Get yeah. the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing anything near me. Just be glad there wasn't knives or grenades. Yeah. Or you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's I, funny now. So you don't. Like Thai food, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it that spicy? It was so, it was so, the, the presentation was so bad. Yeah. I was like, what the, f- this is awful. Yeah. And I remember thinking, whose idea? I just, I assumed it was Brad. Yeah. I was like this, you want it, because I was like, you want a tie. Yeah. I was like. No, no, Brad wanted tie. There was nothing else open. Yeah. So that was, that was it. And it was like. Which well, was ridiculous to me. I was like, there's, it's Dallas. That's all they have is restaurants everywhere on every corner. Yeah. How is nothing open at nine o'clock on a Saturday? Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't I get like, it twisted. Gary likes, you like Asian food. No, no, no. Good Asian food. But in my brain, that shit looked like the shit you order at 3 a.m. at your apartment when nothing else is open yeah. and you got a meth head delivering it. <laughs> that's how that food looked. I it wasn't was like, that bad. I was like, no, but that's how it looked to me. I was like, yeah. I don't want to eat this shit. Did you end up eating it afterwards though? No. You didn't? I ate, I ate the shit on my plate till you yelled. Till I yelled at you. I think I had some pineapples after that. You said that. it was good. It was like, good. <laughs> Your, yours was good. See? Yours was good. My shit was terrible. Yeah. Your, that thing is why I got so upset. I go, yeah. greedy motherfucker. <laughs> you got the only thing delicious. I go, I thought of, you were gluten free. It was The funniest is Brad. Yeah. Hey, man, you threw everybody's food. <laughs> you threw my food. Nobody else's. He had nothing to eat. Brad, I go, what he did you He order just... fried fish and fried. I think he, I, I think he was happy about it. Gave him a reason to eat some fried fish. Yeah. I that go, night from the club. I go, what do you say to Gary? He go, yeah, you. <laughs> Brad was our savior that day. He made everything calm. I go, he's a cool. He's like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, come on in. You know, I told him, man, you wrong. He you know, said, I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, usually he sides with you. All He always yeah. sides with you. No, I told him you were wrong. You know, because, you know, Asian food, you know, you had your food, he had his, and I had mine's. <laughs> no, I think Brad said, uh, I think. <laughs> Why is our Brad person this so is, bad? This is how he sounds like, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Brad, I think, yeah, Brad told me, he goes, I, I think I asked him, I said, hey, Brad, was I wrong? Yeah. Was, was I wrong on that one? He was like, well, here's what I think. <laughs> I think it saves mine. That was his food. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. wanted to eat his food. <laughs> so you took some of his food and he wanted to eat his food. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, yeah. but it made all the sense in the world at yeah. that time. He goes, So you know, you didn't like your food. So you ate Sage's food. <laughs> and Sage just wanted to eat his food. <laughs> The way he, he sounded so pitiful, I remember thinking, yeah, he probably just want to eat his food. <laughs> I was like, but Brad, who the fuck's idea was it to get Thai? He I was did like, he- I don't like spicy food. Yeah. I go, I, I said, you've been working with me 10 years. Have I ever ordered Chinese food at night? Mm. Ever. Yeah. If I, if, listen, if I eat Asian food, I like, I like going to Benihana, like mm. that, you know, and I, or I like, sushi? I like to be there, sushi. Okay, I'll order sushi to go sometimes if mm. I know the good restaurant. But Asian, Thai, Chinese, it's inconsistent. Mm. Some of it's really good. Some of it's really shitty and dirty. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I like to know where the food's coming from. So when you're just ordering random Thai food and it's in these to-go containers and a 
brown paper bag yeah. that I'm thinking, like I said, some meth head delivered it. I'm thinking, this is going to be terrible. Why the fuck do I need There's so much MSG in this shit trying to kill me. <laughs> and then the presentation was awful when they said, yeah, this, this is what we got you. I go, why the fuck? Would you order that dry ass broccoli? They haven't been cooked yet. <laughs> I just remember, I knew the Cuban restaurant. I'd eaten yeah. there. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I remember you get off stage, show's good, it's hot. I'm like this. And I remember thinking, all right, but I'm gonna about to have a good ass dinner in between shows. Yeah. And then that shit happens. Yeah. I was, was like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Still mad. <laughs> you greedy hey, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know me, I hate being called greedy because I feel like I'm the most selfless dude. Oh I, my God. I think you sent me a letter. I think you it, sent me like a, a <laughs> fucking letter in the mail. Who mails letter? Hey man, in my culture, we're we're unselfish. So when you call me selfish, that's like that's like calling a black guy the N-word. I go, ah, not so much. Those jokes. Those jokes. Yeah. Now I remember you explaining to me how you're so unselfish. And I remember telling Brad, I go, Shay's one of the selfish motherfuckers I know. How's he say he's unselfish? He will go. Let me tell you about Say. Say we'll go get food and then look at you crazy like, oh, I didn't know you want anything. I said, maybe because you didn't fucking ask. And then say we're on the road, like I'll get on these health kicks and I want to eat healthy. And then say will judge you on everything you're eating. Yeah, you're just going to eat that? Oh, you shouldn't be eating that. And then you'll act like you're eating healthy, but you are the sneakiest <laughs> motherfucker. I, remember, I can't remember what suit was that. I think it was Charlotte. Yo. And I remember looking Guilty. at my hotel room. And it's like midnight and stays crossing the street like a crackhead. And I remember calling you going, where you at? And you're like, no, I just left my room for a minute. I go, yeah, but where you at? And you're like, what, what do you mean? I go, look up. Well, I'm, yeah, I remember look up. I was like waving at you. And you were like, ah, like, oh, shit. shit. You are like, I'm going to get some pizza. <laughs> After eating healthy and all you, week. And what do you tell me? Give me, give me, give me a slice. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and give me a slice. They got gluten free. Give me a slice. Right. <laughs> Remember you sneaking out like minute after we said, all right, man, we'll see you by the morning. Yeah. We got an early day tomorrow. We got press. Yeah. All right, later, guys. Yeah. Close the door. I remember looking outside going, what the fuck? And why was I looking out the window <laughs> at the exact moment you're crossing the street to go to that 24-hour pizza spot? Yeah. Just crossing. Where you at? Dude, food is life on the road, man. That was food we're is foodies, life. though. Me and you yeah. are foodies. And that's, that's probably why I got so mad. I, I remember thinking, we're in Dallas, too. There's so many delicious, mm. great restaurants in Dallas. And you got this shit? <laughs> this Thai shit I didn't choose it Brad did When you think of Dallas You don't think of Thai <laughs> Think of beef <laughs> Where the fuck's the steak at Yeah You like the studio I love the studio dude Yeah we just got in it Yeah It's dope right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice Look at How you holding up During this whole COVID thing Cause you ain't been on the road With me in I, months Well as you know uh, I, Older parents yeah. How old's your dad My dad is 85 years old How old are you I am I'm late thirties, right? Yeah, late thirties. What, what are you hiding for? <laughs> Asians, Asians, they look twenty-one and they look seventy. I'm thirty-nine. Yeah, I'm about to be so forty. So it doesn't matter when you're Asian. Yeah, Asians literally look twenty-one and then they look seventy. They don't look in their thirties or forties. Is that a compliment? It kind of is. I'll take it. Asians just, just it. a. You they should, don't look you, like they're in their thirties. It's or true, 40s. facts. But you see, my dad, my dad got the tightest skin. I don't even know how he does it. So I watched him. You got yeah, you got. But that's your culture too, right? What? Um, remember, like, one of the cool things we got to do on the road since we talked about all this drama, you know, when last year when Vince Carter was with the Hawks, we got to go to practice and sit in on the team meeting. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And Jeremy Lin went up and discussed Asian culture, how it's an honor 
to take care of your parents as they get older and to live with them. And then that's kind of what you're doing with yours. I don't know if it's an honor. I wouldn't go as far as an honor, but I mean, you're obligated. Kind obligated, of. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's just something you should do. We don't believe in putting them in nursing homes. Yeah. I wish, I wish white people thought that. That's why I'm so <laughs> glad I have a black wife and mixed kids because I think, uh, I, I really think when that day comes, if, if I outlive Kenya, which she says is not going to happen, I really think my kids will take care of me. I hope so. I don't think they're going, uh, Kennedy, my, maybe. Kennedy, Austin, <laughs> Austin might put me at home. Austin will take care of me, but uh, I'm on my own. Hey, wait, you shit yourself again? <laughs> right. I've been sitting in shit for two days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get after this video game. <laughs> okay, you're 70. <laughs> you know? Facts. Yeah, so I guess uh, you just got to be careful. That's why you haven't been on the road, huh? Yeah. I, you know, just, just at home, just walking at the beach with my mask on and just watch my parents and play an Xbox. That's it. Mm. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking, too, like, uh, in my neighborhood, I see the teenagers running around in their golf carts and hanging out all night. I go, they're going to look back at this like it's the greatest thing ever. Can you imagine me, like, 13, 14? You're at the perfect age for the corona to hit, and you live in a decent neighborhood where there's other kids, and you get to play all day and night. They're out all yeah. night. Yeah. They're just hanging out in the cul-de-sac and riding around these golf carts, and I'm sure the boys are fingering the girls by now. <laughs> I mean, it's been four months. Some girl got yeah. fingered in my neighborhood. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's, <laughs> there's no school. Right. There's no school. All the kids are, you know... At that age, yeah. I'm just looking around. Every time they, I see the kids going by and playing and the guys are with the girls, I'm like, somebody got finger banged. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm thinking in my neighborhood. Like, I'm so glad my kids are oh, uh, adults, mm -hmm. like 18, 19. Yeah. I go, man, I would not want my daughter around. Well, my son, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. If Austin was like 14 hanging out, I'd be like this. Ha ha, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Is this 2296? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on, swapping horror stories. <laughs> now you know I'm a hothead. <laughs> what's, what's, okay, what's the redeeming quad I have on the road? Uh, oh, my God. You had to think about it. That's awful. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Wait, 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 uh, let me stop. What do you like being on the road about with I me? Mean, other Don't than, say nice hotel. Other than that, you're, you're great. Like, other than you flipping out, it's, you're so fine. I flipped out twice and... Six years, right? Seven? Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe more. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Not counting. Uh, I would, yeah, more than Do twice. you ever take any accountability for me freaking out? Uh, I, yeah, if I was, I, I truly feel like I was wrong, yeah. I'll, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Ontario was all you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you can't fly me out, don't you ever <laughs> fucking get in my pockets again. <laughs> what do you start gambling? <laughs> yeah. I just remember That's that look job. on your face. Uh, I just remember the other comics telling you, don't do it. Don't go to him and say that shit. Yeah. Because so, I, I guess you was venting to the comics. Why is he I had spending to, 500 but he won't fly me out of LAX? You know, I had to reach out to some of my, my comic buddies and, and kind of explain the situation I'm in. And one of my buddies, he's like, dude, you, you don't know how lucky you are. You know? mm -hmm. And he sat me down. And I was like, oh, what, what? I go, dude, you don't know how lucky you are. Like, I had to just go do this gig, and he told me it was just complete hell. Hell gig. Yeah, I drove eight, like, some amount of thousand miles to go some hell gig for 50 bucks and some yeah. free tickets. 
I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't do that this weekend. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true, man, because some of these comics are just, like I said, I want to say struggling. They're grinding. But I was doing a lot for you, man. You got to keep in mind, I was not only your, I was your opening act. I was your graphic designer, your web designer. I was your videographer. I was setting your merch up when some of the people that, that's on our team wasn't doing their job mm -hmm. because I wanted to make sure you're good. And, you know, sometimes you just, it just weighs down on you a little bit. Wow, you made yeah. all that sound really hard. <laughs> that really wasn't a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're like this, dude. I'm opening for you. I'm getting to chase my dream. I'm I taking your T-shirts out and setting them on a table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm glad. I'm a videographer. Just, yeah. I'm setting a camera on a tripod and press, <laughs> pressing record. Okay. I mean, my index finger <laughs> is going from power. To the record button. I'm hitting the red I, button so yeah. it records properly. Okay? <laughs> when it's not in focus, I take that lens and I fucking focus it. That's what I that's how you talk sometimes <laughs> with your job. And I focus it. And sometimes it's wide angle, sometimes it's close up. Depending on the joke. I don't know. You know? Yeah. It's like I told you when when we were talking about your job and your job title and stuff like that. I said, say. You have a way of describing things like I'm asking you to build a Habitat for Humanity home mm. when I'm asking you to do stuff because most of the time I'm asking you to go to eat, go to the gym mm. or stuff like that. I'm mm. saying, I don't want to eat lunch by myself. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Like I'm asking you to go to eat. It's pretty much chill. I'm exaggerating a little yeah, bit. Facts. Yeah, facts. I'm like this. Dude, it's a great – It's honestly, it's a great life. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I sit back and I think like, wow, we really got a good life yeah. thinking about – Nice hotels. We get to travel to cities that a lot of people might not get to travel to. Mm. We get to meet people, get to make people laugh. I mean, you just, I think it keeps you young. And I, that's why I want the Don Rickles life. Yeah. I just want to do it. To hopefully, I can live to 100, but 90s and 100 and just. If, if go I out. hit the lotto today, and I'm, I would still be doing what I'm doing. Right. That's what I ever said. Like, if I, you know, if I had that $50 million deal, I'd still do stand up. Mm -hmm. I kind of go crazy without it. I go crazy without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I appreciate everything you do for me, man, on the road and and everything else. Like you, you've not become just like my opener. You have become like a good friend of mine, like extended yeah. family. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you know, you coming on the podcast because this was a this episode was a fallout. Somebody <laughs> was supposed to be here, couldn't make it, and you were here just to like support and be like hanging out. And I was but like, hey, you want to come on? I was booked though. I was booked. You were booked, but not today. Yeah. You weren't supposed to be on this episode. I was like, I'm going to bring you on. I just want to get a couple episodes in. But you came on and, and I just, classic say, asking every question, Ooh, how, wh how loud should I talk? Where's my eyeline? Is this okay? What are we going to talk about? I go, dude, we're just winging it. Yeah. Just that's just, fucking winging that's the thing about that work getting work, man. Just got to be around it. Gotta yeah. Be there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's almost like when we do, when I've shot them sketches for my uh, specials, you're like, dude, you don't have a script. You just wing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the best stuff yeah. coming to that. All right, man. Hey, pump your social media. Social media at Sayem Comedy. Uh, S A Y E M Comedy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. If you could pick, uh, I, I asked this all my guests, if you could pick one person you could work with to do a film or TV show, who would it be? Oh, man. Uh, Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe yeah. we do like, what's that movie with Tom Cruise? Where he went over to Asia and was the warrior. Samurai? Something? Samurai. The last samurai? Yeah. Maybe, maybe do the second to last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. The second to last samurai. Oh, you thought you was the first? <laughs> Sale, correct me. That's Cambodia, man. That was, yeah. that was another country. I was thinking more of Inception, too. 
Oh, Inception 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking reverent. You could just not have any lines. Yeah, I would just be the one of the Eskimos in the yeah. background. <laughs> the nurses them back to health care is in the plan. Just eating a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you're just carrying Leo. <laughs> this is a great Come movie. On. Say you killed it. You're auditioning, you're just looking in the camera. <laughs> Alright, so Leonardo DiCaprio is your dream to co-star with in a movie. Yeah, I fucks with Leo. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh shit. I'll just see you when you're comfortable enough to come back on the road with me. I appreciate you, man. All right, man. Say I'm comedy on the Get Some Podcast. Out.